sure can. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 118th episode of I'm So Surecast. I'm your co-host, Tim Early, and I'm here with your host, Tim Sullivan. Hello, everybody. Ah, good to be here. Ah, oh, what a relief, dude. Uh, what a climax, huh? Really was, dude. Really was. Oh, yeah. So, uh... Dude, what's up, man, huh? Not much. Just returned once again from the free state. Oh, that's right. Were you just in the uh, super Sparta capital of the world? Yes, dude. Yes. Where the COVID flows like wine. <laughs> no, it was great. Uh, you know, you, you, you still see people wearing masks. Because, again, you can wear one if you want. You can wear whatever you want, dude. Um, it's America. You know, if a restaurant wants you to wear a mask, you must. Yep. If uh, a restaurant doesn't require it, you may not. But you also could if you want. Right. Exactly. Uh, but no, it's great, dude. Live music. Dancing was allowed. When I went to Nashville, you could go up to a bar, there'd be a band, but you literally could not dance. Oh, really? Like, it really was like a, a stupid movie. Um, but in the lo- the the Footloose. Oh, I'm like the Lobster. What are they? Uh, what are they <laughs> yeah, it was like that '80s classic, The Lobster. <laughs> <laughs> um, I gotta rewatch that, dude. That movie's that movie's so so, up. But I don't even want it. It's so disturbing. Nah, I don't want to watch it either. I wouldn't even call that. I wouldn't even call it a good movie. Like no. it's one of those movies you know, you know it's good. Like in the way. When you're 14, you know Shakespeare's good, but it's just too above your level. Yeah. It's not, but it's not that with the lot. And I love that director because I you, you got to watch Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. Holy shit. Same eerie vibe, same director. It's with Colin Farrell, who's okay. awesome. Colin Farrell is great. But uh, it's a lot less... It's It's still pretty macabre, but it's a lot less disturbing it's pretty maccabee yeah dude uh yeah it's one of those movies where if someone was like oh should i watch it i'd be like yeah they're like oh it's real good i'm like well not necessarily but yeah you should should watch it it's this is why like a lot of times when you know you like when you do like a movie that is basic not i don't want to say pretentious but like when you do like a movie that's very esoteric right uh you gotta when you say it's good, you, you also can't recommend that to people you know are just going to be like, why did you fucking tell me to watch that? Right, like when you told Jeff and Kelsey to watch The Master? <laughs> no, that that's actually a good example. So the, the problem is The Master is like in my top... Fantastic movie. It's in my top five favorite movies of all time, permanent favorite. So I'm always talking about The Master. When anyone brings up The Master, I... I get into like a fangirl kind of right excitement about it. Right. So then they, so naturally they mistake my excitement toward the master with a full fledged recommendation, but that's just not true. Right. That's like saying like, Oh, I love, you know, packing lips of Copenhagen. But if some guy goes, Oh, you, so that stuff is good. Should I do that? You're like, no, you're not going to like it. <laughs> That's there's some movies that are like a ten of Copenhagen. Right. It's the barrier of entry is too high. Um, 
so again, that's my problem. You got to qualify your excitement for movies, and the lobsters definitely won. But the lobsters slightly different in that I I wouldn't even say I like it. Right. Like the whole time I was watching the lobster, I'm just like I'm so disturbed by it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I could never see someone being like, dude. Uncut Gems is my favorite movie. I've seen it like 15 times. No. Well, that movie is just too much. I think the percentage of people that have seen it more than one time is like 1% of the population. It's a good movie, but... Sure, yeah. It's like one-time viewing is enough. Yeah. And the way they filmed it with the super close-up cameras to make it feel extra claustrophobic, like you felt like you were actually stuck in a vestibule with a restaurant that had a long wait the whole time. Dude, even when he's like... Answering multiple phone calls and right. like people are in his office. I'm just right. like asking him questions and shit. I'm like so stressed out, dude. Yeah. I'm like, do less stuff. I also thought, and again, I like Uncut Gems. Oh, yeah, it was great. Good Time is way better. And that's their, that's the same directors that did, uh, <laughs> it's their, it's, I think it's their first movie, but, um, but, or maybe not the first movie, but, it's uh good time is more of like a movie and less of a, you know, a crazy jeweler with a GoPro on his okay. head, like Uncut Gems is. But I wish they uh fucking KG's character, um, it, his whole obsession with the fucking thing was kind of stupid. Yeah, it was a little stupid. I get that those athletes do have weird superstitions, so right. like I get that it it could happen, right? But. But that's also, you know, why he was willing to pay so much for it and whatever the fuck. But, right. Uh, but yeah, Uncut Gems, you can't. But so that's, I guess, the difference. Because I remember seeing The Master in theaters. And I was like, I I liked it. But it was like, it's such a weird, inaccessible movie. And then when I watched it, I, and then when I watch it a second time. That's, yeah. So it's almost like there's movies that are good, but you can only see once, and then movies that are esoteric that, upon their subsequent viewing, they get even better. The Master is like uh, King of Limbs. Ah. Yes. You gotta give it a couple run-throughs. Yes. Before you, you kind of are like, oh, I, this is good. I like this. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's not like Blunderbuss, where right from instant, fucking instant hard 10 on. seconds in, you're like, this is fucking mint, dude. Right, right, right. You gotta kind of sit through, you know, Little by little, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, uh, the Radiohead fans are like that one. But um, there are very few albums that grabbed me right from fucking, you know, the first two tracks. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard when. Uh, again, it's like my favorite. Um, one of my favorite artists is fucking Tom Waits, and I remember I. I spent years going like, how does anybody fucking listen to this guy? Because I remember, <laughs> I remember being like seventh grade, and Sammy Papathemio would um, always when he was always hanging out with John, they would drive and and uh, they they would play the song God. It's called "God's Away on Business" by Tom Waits on his album. Uh, I think it's Blood Money. I forget what it's called, but uh, it's actually my. I should know it because it's like probably my favorite Tom Waits album. But the um, I think it is called Blood Money. But um they would play that song and he literally sounds like a fucking demon. Right. And I was like, how does how is this guy a real artist? Like there's no fucking way. And then I don't know, when I was like 
19 or whatever for whatever reason i got into tom waits and then i revisited that song yeah that's like my it's one of my all-time favorite tom waits songs so on my favorite tom waits albums so it's like temporary secretary no that song i actually did like right away <laughs> temporary secretary i did there's a weirdness to temporary secretary it's like the first time i don't know it's like the first time i tried uh like a twix it was weird but i knew i liked it right away <laughs> what's great is our of our tiny audience maybe four percent of our tiny audience is understanding that <laughs> yeah we're getting we're getting a little too niche specific yeah we're getting a little too niche temporary secretary is a paul mccartney song in case anyone's curious fucking throw that thing on dude it's fantastic uh, it really is so good i need a temporary secretary Whee! it's one of those songs that sound annoying but it's almost like again like we've talked about this when when uh you walk into a when you smell something terrible and you keep yes. smelling it where you go what is it what oh what is that that's that the worst awful. thing I, what that's the worst thing i've ever smelled in my life <laughs> and you keep sniffing it like there's something about temporary secretary where at first you're like this is kind of fucking ridiculous bro get in here and smell this it's fucking terrible yeah yeah dude this tastes like shit try it but the uh but I don't know. It also has this weird siren song component to it where you're just, it's just seducing you to, to, to come hither. You know what I mean? I do. I follow this page on Instagram called uh, McCartney 2 Fans. Nice. And I'm looking for one and I don't see it. But uh, So that you're are you only allowed to reference the album McCartney 2? Yeah. Nice. And um, I don't see one, but there's a lot of... Like they, I guess, post them in their story, but they'll do lots of like temporary secretary jokes. But fuck, I don't find, I don't see any right now, unfortunately. You have, I know there have been because you've showed me them. They're fantastic when they come too. I love it. But yeah, dude, there was a. uh... (laughs) All right, here's one of them. Birth control effectiveness: condoms, ninety nine percent. Birth control pills, ninety nine percent. I don't think you can listen to Temporary Secretary unironically. I understand it's a meme, but you just can't genuinely like it. It just doesn't sound like any good. It doesn't sound any good and can't be compared to other tracks on the album because it's obviously a joke 100%. I love that. (laughs) So the number one contraception is not liking Temporary Secretary because you won't even get to fuck. Right. I love it. Uh, I read that like a fucking illiterate it's, sometimes moron, it's but hard, that's fine. Sometimes it's hard to read on the spot. But those words were very close together in very small font. And they were like blurry. Right. Exactly. Thanks, so, man. But anyway, yeah, so just came from Florida back right. here. I feel like I got kind of tan, but not tan enough to be like, oh, wow. Everyone's oh, gonna, you went away, huh? Everyone, right. But uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's cool, though. You know? Yeah. Weather was mint. What was the coolest thing that happened there? The coolest thing that happened. All right, that's a hard question. I hate when people ask that shit. Um, what was something you enjoyed? Well, the Airbnb was nice because it had this huge backyard that was really meant for like a bachelor oh, party. Jesus. But it was just me and four women. Right. Um, so we did go to the beach, but it was I I was drunk though almost the whole time because nice. I would wake up. I would brush my tooth. I would have a piece of coffee cake that my mom made. Oh. Uh, drink a coffee. Did she make it in the Airbnb or bring it to she the She brought Air- it to okay. the Airbnb. Nice. And then... Um, Planning. 
So, you know, I'd wake up, I'd have a cup of coffee, eat some coffee cake. The girls would put a, they're re, Karen's restarting the Kardashians from season one. Okay. So they're chronologically putting on whatever episode that they're on. And then I would just fucking go back, change it to my bathing suit. Mm. And I would just crack open a seltzer. Oof. And I would go in the pool. And I would f- do this until 1230. Wow. Then we get showered and changed and we go to lunch. It was a nice, it was simultaneously busy where you felt like you were constantly moving, but it also carved out enough time where yeah. you could kind of have a relax. I'm going to just sit by the pool and drink. That's nice. So to answer your question, I don't know what the funnest part was, but we could walk. To- Downtown Delray is is sweet. It's very kind. No, it's uh, it's really fun, and uh, it's we it's Delray is weird though, at least from my observation. Right. So, even though it's a super hip downtown East Coast Florida area, and everyone clearly has money there. Yes. I feel like the average age is like it's not like Naples where it's all old people, mm. but it's like everybody's like fifty. Okay. You know what I mean? Yep. So, like, you'll see a couple of girls that are, you know, around 22 or whatever. But for the most part, I feel like it would be kind of, the spots I want anyways, it'd be kind of hard to uh, find an eligible 25-year-old. Okay. To tie out. I mean, seduce. But the, uh, (laughs) no, but I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to realize something that. Exciting happened, but nothing really exciting. Happened. That's fine, dude. Except you I almost did... puked in an Uber, but yeah. Luckily, my uh, my nausea passed and washed over me in an awesome way. Thank fucking heck, dude. Yeah, dude. What about you? What do you do? <clears throat> how's your How's your convalescence coming? Are you back? Are you just Are you, are you just normal again? I think I'm running at like like eighty seven percent efficiency. Jesus, how did it went like yeah. you get so tasteful? Still, like at night, I'll get like real tired, and in the morning, I'm just like fucking so groggy, but. You know what's the worst though? Everything in between is better. When you when you feel when you can't tell it, like you'd be like, "Do I feel exactly as I did before I got sick?" Or and it just feels like like was right. I was I always kind of at ninety percent? Right. Oh or Jesus. Like, or because that'll happen to me. I'll I'll it'll take me a while to remember. Like, oh no, this is me feeling normal. I guess my normal state is just like right. not that great. I'm trying to. I'm that. Yeah, I'm trying to figure that out. Because I'm like, oh yeah, I was actually kind of tired and lazy a lot before I got this. Because there was before when I was still like real fucked up. I would be like, this is a giant cock. Wait, am I better? I'm probably better, dude. And then I would try and I would just like go to market basket. Yeah. And then I would come back and be like, I'm not fucking better, dude. And I would go die for eight hours. Yeah. But now I think I'm, you know, I'm doing pretty fucking good, dude. Yeah. So let's say you're, you're, let's say you were typically always at 92%. So you're at 87 now, but so you're not, you don't have a 13 point deficit. You have like a five point deficit. Yeah. Sure. Sure, dude. Some people are running at 100%, though. Yeah, some are. Those are like super alpha. Trying to think of like who impressive would, people. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like Jeff Burstell is probably always running. Yeah, high. yeah, yeah. He's like a ninety-eight percenter. But at the same time, he, he, eats fun, cheese, he knows though. how to relax. Though the real hundred percenters don't know how to relax. Like they're because right. I guess he's probably at ninety-seven percent. 
Because the people that I'm thinking of, the idea of sitting down and watching a movie at eight o'clock, like deeply annoys them. Yeah. Some people are just always going, dude. I can't think of anybody. Did I tell you about the time he almost died and it was almost sort of, I didn't help him? Um, Maybe. I know how he tests to see if his gun's loaded. (laughs) But I'm guessing. That too. I'm guessing that's not the example. We were at like a realtor expo. Yeah. And I was at a table. Oh, yeah. I do know the story, but you can uh, can tell the folks at home. (laughs) We were uh, eating, you know, the buffet lunch. No, 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 no. (laughs) And Jeff took a bite of something and was like chewing whatever. Then like. Grabbed his water and like took a sip of it, oh, and then fries and gave me some shit to drink, and then just like spit the water out like all over me, and I like started laughing. I was like, "What the fuck, dude?" Yeah. And then he immediately got up and just like walked to the bathroom, and I was like, yeah. "What in the fuck?" And <clears throat> thought nothing of it, just continued eating my meal, whatever, blah blah blah. Mr. Vice President, <laughs> and then he comes back like an hour later, dude. Or maybe like 45 minutes. Wait, it really was that long? It I was a while. It was going to be like 10 minutes. All right, fine. No, oh, I don't know. Let's, let's call it 32 minutes. That's still a long. Anything longer than five minutes right, is fuck, a long time right. when a man runs to the bathroom. Let me rethink this. Let me go back. Put that coffee down. It was probably 15 minutes. Okay. I think, I think it, me being a real person, it's probably 15 minutes. Um, That's what he's claiming. And then he comes back, and I was like, what the fuck was that about? He's like, dude, I was choking. And I was like, what? Well, he didn't fucking like tell anybody or Why whatever. Why would you walk he just, away? Like, wa- walked away and went to the bathroom. Actually, I guess I'd do the same. And then like me and Jess left, because I was like, you want to fucking leave this fucking shithole? And she's like, yeah, yeah. So then like we're leaving, and we see Jeff just walking around the parking lot. And I'm like, what's up, dude? He's like, dude, it's still like lodged in like my... Like he's like I can breathe, but it's still like lodged somewhere. Oh, it feels so what, what did he eat again? I don't know. I don't know if it was like a fucking was it like ham a sandwich or thing? something. Okay, okay. Damn, so he almost uh <laughs> I know where you're going. He almost mama cast himself. Yeah. <laughs> I wish we had that. We did at one point. We did have that. Yeah. On the sound part. We did. We had Austin Powers deceased ham sandwich. <laughs> That yeah, but Jeff almost weird. died, and it was because what I didn't does it check all on him. Mean, Basil. And then when I told Jess like what happened, she's like, "Well, did you go check on him?" I was like, "No." She's like, "What? Well, you didn't?" <laughs> I'm like, "I didn't think to fucking do that, dude." It's crazy, like the shit that girls think of that guys will never think of. Yeah, it is, and it's, and I, I do agree. I like in hindsight, it makes sense, but like for instance, say I go to like the doctor, right, and like I'll get back, and she's like, "What do you say?" I'm like, oh, like, you know, he said like these two things. And she's like, well, did he, did you ask him about this? I'm like, no. She's like, well, what about like these five things? Right. No. I do the same thing. I just like, I think it's because we're always in a rut where if it's not something we chose to do, like if it wasn't like a hobby, we're always just looking to get out of something. Right. So like you go to the doctors, your main goal is like, if I can just get back in my car as quickly as possible. So like, even if the doctor's like, oh, you have cancer. You're just like, all right, cool. Let's just schedule the follow up, and I'll just get out of here. Right, like, right. It's like you don't want to sit there. That's so true. Um, and you can apply that same mentality, to like sh- like grocery shopping. Right, right. I go in and get like the five things I need and leave. Yeah. And she likes to go up and down every aisle, and like yeah. browse for groceries. Well, uh, my fiance 
I feel like uses stuff every she does the squeak squeak. Hey, why do people say fiance? You know, some people say like, oh, that's my fiance. But some people say like, oh, that, oh, did you meet his fiance? Because they think they're French or something. But like, why? Fi- yeah, it's like how many other ances are there? Like, what would you say your your uh, fiance? Did you say your beat your Beyonce? No, 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 my fiance. <laughs> I don't know. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, that is annoying. And if you ever think once to emulate the French, just, just don't, don't do, do it. Don't do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I agree. That's always been one of my things too. Just oh, I can't stand the French. But I um last night didn't know what the fuck to watch on Netflix. Um because I wanted to watch There Will Be Blood Again, but like, come on. I say get liquored up and take him to the peach tree dams. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, isn't there something isn't there something about there will be blood? That even though it shouldn't be one of those movies that you can rewatch, no, it shouldn't. There really is this like moth to a flame type it thing. It should not be as entertaining as it is because <laughs> no, it's like it's a very slow, nobody burning. talks for the first 20 minutes. Yeah, it's because it's, it's an epic, so it's this guy's entire life. It's a very slow burning uh movie. And like it's literally about a Victorian era oil tycoon, right. and uh, <laughs> but there is something about it. Like it's like, and it's so funny that it happened to you because I I know it happened to me, but I'm like kind of weird. I like I've always just known that. I mean, I don't like I don't even like cheese unless it's on pizza. So right. I've always just been used to the idea of right me, of me not being in line with with whatever the normal person does but it's so funny because i used to be the same as you like now it's like the average millennial when they're looking at netflix or when they're looking at netflix uh prior to this whole fucking peacock thing they'd they'd go back and forth over movies they couldn't decide anything they were just throwing the office right but it's like you and i are the same but with there will be blood like that's the funniest (laughs) part i did that with the office until they took it off which was a terrible move dude peacock sucks it's peacock so that's what the office is on now. So it's it's basically oh, where shit. It's basically where NBC relegated all Dumb. their shows to. Call it something else, man. But the worst part is, uh, I get so spoiled with even though I'm paying for all these fucking apps, I'm probably paying like ninety dollars a month with all my streaming things. But you get you get so spoiled with the ad free shit. So the Peacock is free with Comcast, and. Uh, and I fucking hate it, dude. Like, first of all, so that's where we watch Yellowstone, which is really fucking good. Um, but it's like, I feel like it loads super slow. When you when you open Peacock and then you hit Yellowstone, it just fucking buffers for like fucking literally hey, 90 dude. seconds. There's ads. It fucking sucks. But that's where that's where um, the office is thing sucks. What was I fucking talking about? Oh yeah, but anyway, I just think it's so funny that There Will Be Blood has <laughs> that same level of attraction to right. you. Also, because it really shouldn't be that movie. It shouldn't. Like I can see, you know, if it's like Goodfellas or like, right? I don't know, like Jaws or something, some ninety-minute kind of exciting thing. Right, Jared. But it's like a two-hour and forty-minute fucking nineteenth-century <laughs> epic. But I was like, I can't watch this again. So then I was like, I kind of want to watch American Psycho. 
I was like, but I'm going to be going to bed soon. I, you know, maybe it'll fuck up my dreams. Sabrina, don't just stare at it. Eat it. <laughs> so I was like, dude, I'll just watch Batman Returns so I can get my, uh, you know, kind of get my Patrick Bateman fix in a way. You know what I mean? Wait, you mean The Dark Knight? Batman <laughs> Returns is Michael Keaton. Batman Begins. Sorry. Oh. Begins. Also pronounced Batman Begins. Yeah, that's that's actually true. Um, not a bad little flick. I love Batman Beggins because I, uh, <laughs> I, he's so fucking huge in that one. Yeah, he is pretty huge. Because if you watch the dark, the Dark Knight was um, a couple years after that. I think it was two years after. But if you watch Beggins and then go right to Dark Knight, right, he looks so much fucking scrawnier. <laughs> Even though he's like obviously ripped in Dark Knight, he's fucking massive in uh. And Batman Beggins, but I like that movie a lot. Looks like your goddamn mic's gonna fall off. Touch it again. Thing wiggling a bunch, or is it in my head? It's just the stand. It's just oh, okay. Uh, the mic seems secure. <sighs> but yeah, no, that's a good movie, dude. Especially when he goes to uh, whatever Asian country he goes to, and he has to like beat up all those guys. And yeah, the training part's cool, right? It's weird though. In that one, they make Gotham look very comic booky, but in they the do. Dark Knight, it just looks like New York. Exactly. I like thought it, that as they well. don't have that glossy. There's, there's, it, like, there's steam everywhere. Yeah, and the buildings are in cl- impossibly close to each other. Yeah, and it's all like that. And 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 uh, Sin City or whatever is that the fucking shit I'm thinking of? Yeah, kind of. But Sin City is black and white. But Beggins has like a weird. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna keep calling it this. It has a weird. I would love, love to be on a if I were on a date with a girl and then you're like, oh, favorite Batman movie, real quick, Batman Begins or Dark Knight, and just see how quickly she recoils in my in her disgust for my illiteracy. I've got to go. Uh yeah, I gotta go. He just pronounced Batman Begins as Batman Begins. I tried actually watching like two or three other things before I settled on Batman 2, but I was just like, I'm fucking bored and turned them off. Yeah. One of them was uh, an episode of Dark Mirror where the guy gets the fucking, his friend gets him the virtual, the VR thing and they start like making out in the video game. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After like a bit, I was like, this is boring and I turned that one off. And then uh, the other one was that Viking show that Nick said to watch. And I was like watching it and I was like, I'm just not in the mood for like trying to figure out their accents and like what the fuck. Oh, yeah. And after like six seasons of that show, I heard it's really Probably, good. Yeah. But like, yeah. You got to be excited. Yeah, you do. And like they're talking about all these fucking, you know, I don't even know, like clans that I don't Viking know about. Shit. And yeah, I'm just like, I don't, I don't have the energy for this. The Vikings, I don't know what is that. Was that going to like touch on the Battle of Hastings? Like, is that going to, is that like, touch on like legit history stuff or is it just a bunch of vikings i actually don't know walking around I th- it and- seemed probably like hist- hist- historical but i have no fucking clue didn't get far enough into it interesting interesting nick's gonna be like you pussy fucking loser i'm sorry i'm sorry dude okay i just so you settled on batman so i settled on batman beggins uh yeah you know what you should watch and i think it's on netflix is uh, the guest. The guest. You would really like the guest. Okay. Ninety minutes, pure entertainment. That's what. It, see, dude. 
So the guest is That's what I'm looking for. This is coming from a guy that watches a two two and a half. This, hour like you like there will be blood, right? Uh, <laughs> the uh No, here's what the guest is, because it's it's the director is Adam Wingard, who's fucking awesome. So it's like supposed to be kind of over the top in some ways. Okay, fair enough. But basically the plot is uh a guy shows up on his family's doorstep. And oh. the family's son died in Iraq. Yep. So the guy shows up and he's like, I served with your son. I told him um, if anything ever happened to him, I'd I'd come and, um, you know, I don't know, whatever. And then they start Check up like, on you guys. is he full of shit? No. So they don't think he's full of shit. But then, so he, he he's like, I made a promise that I would make sure that you guys to take care of you guys. And then they realize that like, so then he gets like close to them. And then like, they realize that like a lot of their problems start getting like solved, but in like really fucking weird ways. Interesting. It just gets really fucking good. Okay. That sounds good. I'll watch. I guess it's great. I'll watch the shit out of that dude. I also keep meaning this to is a giant cock. <laughs> I love how it's crickets before that, but uh, I also keep intending to put like a movie on for like background music or, or background just, yeah, shit. Yeah, just to have on, yeah. While I'm doing other shit and then end up just sitting on the couch and watching it. You just might, the worst is when you're making shit and you Michael Scott and just stand up in the living room and I'm just yeah, watching it. Yeah, I've been doing the shit out of that. That's what I did with that. Um, I but pull care. that off, will you die? I care a lot it movie. Would be extremely painful. Oh yeah, I like that movie. I might have to fucking watch that though too. Fucking Dark Knight. God damn it. Yeah, I know. The dark, it's it's funny too cuz the problem with the um well, I know that's Dark Knight Rises, but the problem with the Dark Knight is that I feel like I've seen it so many freaking times. Right. That I need to give it like 10 years That's before true. I go back. That was actually one of those movies, actually probably the only movie in the history of my life, where I saw it in theaters like three times. Oh, yeah. And it wasn't because like, oh, I've got to see it again. The Dark Knight or The Rises? I've just got to see that movie again. Um, It was just because like I saw it and then I'm someone was like, occupants. fuck, I'm going to go see it. I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll go Dude, with I was. you're talking about The Dark Knight. Oh, am I? Yeah, yeah. You're right. I was one of the ones too that one time because I was the same way. I saw that movie... To the point where before I left theaters, I was sick of it. Like, yeah. I I loved it, right. but I was like, I can't see this fucking movie again. Right. Because I saw it. Did you, did you go with Shark? Oh, God. Shark had... Bought, he was like, well, they're doing a Thursday it's night fucking hard. sneak. No, no, no. It was Joey Durso that got it because he worked at the showcase. Say, time. I find it hard to believe I saw but it. Shark it was was, Shark, but Shark was... I saw it with Shark and then I think Casey. And then... My cousin Mike wanted to see it, and I feel like I saw it with yeah, you dude, and Mike. This actually sounds about right. I think I went with you and Casey, and then went with you and Mike, and then went with like <laughs> fucking like some of the cock exchange or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Oh, did you see Mark the Sharks post? Are you wait? I can't. Are you off Insta woke or are you still on? I'm still on. So obviously I'm off the uh, sauce, but uh, Maggie sent me the screenshot, and Mark on Insta woke. He he. So he posted a picture, a selfie of the nurse <laughs> vaccinating him. So you know this nurse was like, is this fucking asshole really taking a selfie? Because you know he was like, because if she, if she takes it too quickly and he met, it's going to ruin the... So you know he had to say to her... He's like, give me like, like a three-second warning. Yeah. 
Um, and uh, look at this fucking guy. So he goes, the caption says, one year ago, you took everything from me. <laughs> Everything's all caps. Dude, real quick. COVID took nothing from you, Mark. No. You don't have a fucking house. You don't work for your money. You don't own a business. No. He's what a, the fuck did it take from you? Unless it caused his parents to lose their jobs that he lives off of. Yeah. But yeah, he's done nothing. He just couldn't go out to the bars. That's what it took from him. So listen to this fucking loser. So he goes, one year ago, you took everything from me. Again, that's in caps. Everything's all, just everything is in all caps. Every, everything as in just the word everything? Just or, the word. All of the shit. Just the word everything. Okay, I just had to clarify. It would have been, it would have, I feel like it would have been more grammatically correct for this context because it's Mark if every and thing had a space in between. <laughs> but then he goes, one year later, I returned the favor. Hey, coronavirus, welcome to the Thunderdome. So basically okay. what he's saying is COVID took everything from me. Now I'm vaccinating myself so I have the power to defeat you. But I love his equivalent of the Thunderdome <laughs> is getting vaccinated for something that a 32-year-old has a 99% recovery rate on. <laughs> It's like, good for you. This is like getting bitten by a fucking puppy. And then the next day, just stomping on the dog and going, I return the favor. Virtue signal received? Virtue signal confirmed. <laughs> um, this is, all right. I know this is shark, whatever. Could we just, the fucking COVID thing, just if you, it, people's entire personalities have now morphed. Into these COVID obsessed losers. Like, it'd be like, I wish like 10 years ago, I was just, no, I wish two years ago, I just chose to get really super annoying about the flu and pneumonia and was just, just to fucking show these people how annoying it is. And how is, how is Mark getting a fucking vaccine, dude? I know he's in California, which is basically like, uh, oh, yeah, is that supposed to be real hard to get or something? Uh, I don't know how California is doing. I mean, they're more communist than China at this point, but I feel like, uh, I know Karen's dad was having trouble getting an appointment. He does have one now, but like, why the fuck are you vaccinating a 32 year old trustafarian? You need to watch the fucking vaccination special. Dude. I know I got, I do have to watch that. I know. <sighs> but anyway, yeah, um, it's sick, man. I do. That's the one thing I miss from Instagram is that I'm not being able to keep tabs on. Um, Here's my thing on that idiot Mark the Shark. I can't stand Twitter because Twitter, you can't really control what you see on Twitter. So Twitter just jams shit down your throat. Yeah, it does. Regardless of who you're following, right? Yeah, it does. Especially now. It's worse than ever. So I just like would log in just to scroll through my feed and would just start arguing with people like immediately. Yep. And then found like, you know, I just was a miserable, miserable, miserable. <laughs> miserable prick. Yeah. So I was like, fuck Twitter. So I deleted the app. I still have a Twitter. So like if I need to use Twitter for something, for instance. If there's a Twitter emergency. Right. For instance, my keyboard, you know, that I ordered wasn't coming for a long time. I had to go onto Twitter to contact the customer support. Fine. Right. Okay. Yep. But I still have Instagram because unless I'm following the person, I don't Who see completely anything. agreed. They all agreed that I don't want to see. And if I don't want to see it, I just unfollow them, and it's gone forever. 
That is how social media. Yes, work. I do. There is a lot more control with Instagram. Right. I agree. So I'm I'm fine, just fine with it. And I'm actually surprised because I do have TikTok. I was very fucking anti TikTok for the longest time. Eventually got it. it was like, I guess I see what this fucking thing's about. It's really not as woke as I thought it would be at all. I so I don't. It wasn't even just the fucking wokeness. That was the final straw. Because when it, it basically what Instagram was was a bunch of don't you fucking people. When you have to say was twice. Yeah, I do. Sorry. And uh, that. Yeah. Too. Yeah. The thing that that is saying. Right. It, it doesn't seem like it should be allowed. Right. Um, but um, yeah, I did. I actually hated when I said when I said was twice. Yeah. I before you even address it, I hated that I just did that. Um, but the thing about. Uh, you're talking about TikTok, and you're saying no. That, so it yeah. wasn't. It wasn't just the fact that Instagram was once a place to go to see what your friends were doing, and to see memes, and then became a bunch of kids handing out BLM flyers on the street. That you're just like, I already saw this. I already saw this. I already saw this. Um, it was also becoming an actual addiction to right. me. Where I, again, I was, I was the guy in the elevator that checks his watch. You ask me what time it is, and I can't tell you. I was like mindlessly scrolling through Instagram. And the other thing with social media is I have to go all or nothing. I'm one of those guys that like quits heroin and then 10 years later has a glass of wine. And then later that night, he's at a party, you know, shooting heroin. Yes. So if I had TikTok, that would easily. That would be like a gateway app for me to then get Instagram, then get Twitter. The only thing I will say about Twitter, in Twitter's defense, I mean, it's a totally indefensible company, but that was a fucking boxing ring, right? So Twitter, that's where you go to get verbally pugilistic with people. Instagram is kind of, you know, where you go to, it's like going to a pub, right? So Twitter was going to a, a fucking basement boxing match and Instagram is going to a pub. But then the pub that you like to go with, now all the boxers from the tw- from the basement are now going frequenting the pub you're at and getting into fights at the pub that you came to to get away from the fights. Right. And you're like, "Why are you fucking turning the pub into the boxing ring?" Right. Let's keep this fucking separate. Right. And that's when I was like this is so stupid. And then also, like, even with uh, Instagram, uh, why does every fucking meme, why is it now part of meme culture? I see this as a guy that always found memes as, like, a, a really clever, pithy way, form of comedy. Is it, it's now a fucking necessity for these people to actually be grammatically retarded? I mean, like, every meme, the meme itself contextually was funny. And then they but ruined it. it with, like they would use the wrong like your or something. Right. Or there. It was every fucking time. Yeah, no, I know. So then that started to fucking annoy me. Yeah, and then because I was like, annoying. you're ironically misspelling, or am or is there no irony? And but everything's irony now. Everything is irony now. We live in a world where you're not allowed to objectify women, but the most popular song is about a girl. 
with a soggy vagina <laughs> craving a giant cock. I don't understand. So you're not supposed to talk about sex in the workplace, but if you're in your cubicle listening to a girl write lyrics about her moist cunt, that's totally fine. <laughs> and the girls are like, oh, this is great. Yeah. So I can't keep up with your rules because you're making them up as you go along. And I fucking hope, I hope that cancel culture comes to eat you all. I hope you're all, as long as you like it when it happens to other people, I hope it fucking boomerangs back and destroys you. I really, truly do. It's like Robespierre in the, in the French Revolution when his fucking head was severed with the guillotine that he built I that's gonna fucking happen, metaphorically speaking. Of it course. sounds like you just kind of created the premise for like a South Park episode where cancel culture ends up canceling itself and then like the world implodes or some shit. And the episode like cuts out right now. <laughs> Does that fucking sound like shit when I do that to you too or just me? Uh that was the only one I, I heard that got really bad. Is it like my mic is broken? I do like the idea though. <laughs> I just like laughing on the car right home. About the idea of the Mythbusters guy who's <laughs> Who was accused of sexual assault and he has to bust. <laughs> he has to try to bust to see if it's a myth, but then they find out it's true and he just and yeah. then just gets canceled. After a 47 minute episode, he goes, plausible. That would be a great SNL skit. There was a guy, <laughs> like a Mythbusters guy, and then he has to save himself by trying to bust, trying to prove that it's a myth that he's a sexual right. deviant. That would be fucking hilarious. Jesus. But they wouldn't do that because yeah. SNL, again, another totally Jerry. Pete Remember when it Davidson was is not funny, dude. I get that comedy's. I, I don't know. Is comedy? We get it, dude. Subjective? Your dad died. Is comedy subjective though? Because again, it's not an art. Like, if you look at a painting, right? Yeah, yeah. You can interpret it many different ways. Yeah, for sure. Right, right. And you can go. This speaks to me. Because are the the blues and the turquoise are very sad, and then you go whatever. Like, but comedy, you you can't do that. The intent behind every single thing is to get laughter. It's to get the same result from everybody's mouths. So this whole idea of like, I think you actually obviously there's some things that are subjective. For instance, uh, we've we've found funny what some of our own <laughs> friends found. Uh, Alt right and fascist or something, whatever, whatever. The, Do you have any bread? Whatever you're supposed to think right, about our unapproved thoughts, they they followed. But like, I do think some people are just like like Pete Davidson is such a fucking tool, dude. I haven't experienced him that much, uh, but what I have, I'm I'm just indifferent. Yeah, yeah, just indifferent. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. SNL. SNL, talk about a geriatric fuck, boring fucking show, dude. Remember when it used to be funny? I, you know, the thing is, kind of. I never really found SNL that funny. I'd find like some skits funny, yeah, but like, I always uh, thought I always thought eighty percent of SNL sucked in like the nineties. Yeah, like I like I remember laughing when like Will Ferrell and Fallon and Horatio Sands were on like. I I did laugh, but I, even then, I felt like at least half the skits were oh, were bro. total fucking garbage. Remember whose line is it anyway? I do remember that show. That yeah. was a show. 
That was a fucking, that was a classic. That was a weapon. show and a half. And then whenever Drew Carey at the end did, you know, because, you know, the person that won with the arbitrary point system would sit at the desk and then he would hop in. Yep. And he was never funny. <laughs> well, that's why you got to have the host. The host has got to be more of like the, you know, the the Jay Leno type that's kind of right. just keeping things. And then that fucking guy, Colin, whatever the fuck, was hilarious. Uh, I think you're thinking of Wayne Brady. Well, he was hilarious too, but the. No, I know. I'm just kidding. Okay. (laughs) Um, Yeah, whatever happened to that guy? Is that guy still around? No idea. And then what was that lanky guy's name? Oh, yeah. He's actually in a lot of. He was in Two and a Half Men. Oh, yeah. He's in a bunch of shit, but. um, Yeah, I like that guy. I know his name, but I can't think of it. Um, But. uh, Yeah, dude. Maybe I'm the hero. Oh, wait. Maybe I'm the hero that Gotham needs. No, the word, the laziest line, and uh, I know we've talked about this before, but the laziest line, <laughs> and in uh, the Dark Knight Rises is when he goes, uh, <laughs> is when uh, they they shut down the city um, because there's a virus with a 99% sur- survival rate. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They, uh, no, they Bane uh, Bane quarters off the the island of Gotham so no one can get in, and and Batman uh, sneaks in. Right. So then the next day, all the all the Bane's guys are like wreaking havoc or whatever, and then Batman appears from the crowd, and uh, he goes on the steps of like the courthouse or whatever, and Bane goes, "Oh, you came back to shave your city or something? Yeah, or, you came back to watch your city die or something?" And then, I, like, I don't know, like, uh, fucking Jonathan Nolan must have been like a rush that day to just finish the script. And Batman goes, "No." I came back to stop you. Yeah. No shit, dude. Uh, I'm sure that's the fucking line. And what's what is it with Gotham City, dude? Why are all the criminals obsessed with this fucking place? <laughs> because it's so corrupt. Right. That you can you can do whatever you it's want. It's like New York in the seventies. It's like you can just fucking do whatever you want. Right, dude. I guess everybody's on the take. It's like it's like uh you know, Rhode Island back in the day. Right with Buddy Cianci. Yeah, you just you just uh, you pay off some people. They look the other way. Yeah, and you get what you want. Yeah. So the criminals, you know, they they like that stuff. He got elected again after all the shit too, didn't he? I think so. Which was great. That's fucking hilarious, dude. Yeah, a lot of these guys. Uh, I will look at the fucking. I know he's dead. What was it? Uh, something for what was the guy in in Toronto? The mayor of Toronto. That guy. Oh, we need to get that sound clip when he goes, uh... <laughs> dude, this guy was fucking hilarious. Why can't I think of it? It was a Rob Ford. Uh, it's going to drive him crazy, folks. He was the guy that always got caught smoking crack. <laughs> um, but, dude, he had his lackey. I got, we got to get... Yeah, it was Rob Ford. Um, he died a few years ago, but the... Uh, he had the funniest strategy, so one of his lackeys, we'll, we'll have to get it up. One of his lackeys had this, anytime an interviewer, anytime a reporter was <laughs> was interviewing him and asked a hard question, the lackey would accuse the reporter of saying something completely unprofessional right. just to get, so the reporter would go, uh, Rob Ford, how do you, uh, Mayor Ford, how do you respond to the allegations of your your administration doing this and this? And then his lackey would just come over and he goes, "Did you just call him a fat fuck?" <laughs> yeah, 
he called you a fat fuck. And then the mayor goes, he called me a fat fuck. And then, so then the reporter now, now that he's not able to actually get the question and answer. So now you have the reporter is defending himself where he's going, <laughs> what? No, no. Yeah. Yeah. It's such a good fucking strategy, dude. If I was ever president, I would just hire a, a press secretary. And anytime someone asked a tough question, just accuse the them of insulting me. Do you call him a fat fuck? Oh, whoa, whoa, no, no. <laughs> Oh, we got to get that, man. Yeah, we should get that. That was fucking great. We should get we that. We forgot about that. So I can save Gotham City. Dude, I love how he's supposed to be talking like that all the time without uh, without hurting his hurting his uh, fucking throat. <laughs> right. Uh, what is with this fucking editing? Why dude? is everyone always remixing Let's try this. Oh, what the fuck? Stop remixing everything, folks. Why does everything have music on it, dude? Oh, that I think was going to be part of my conspiracy theory of why they spell everything wrong in the memes. Oh, wait, I got it. The guy has his tape recorder. Jesus The reporter just walks away. Yeah, well, just type in Rob Ford fat fuck. Why does every... I, I mean, no disrespect to our friends, because it's not just them that do it. What is with the fucking dollar sign following yes. the number, dude? This Please is a, stop it. This Please is a millennial thing. This was um this there was studies done that it's like a millennial thing. Yeah, oh yeah, I mean that makes sense. And it's wrong, just so we're clear. Why it needs to stop? The dollar sign goes before the, the amount. The amount, a hundred percent of the time, if we're in the United States. Okay, Kev. Yeah, Kev, I love you like a brother, but you got to stop. This or is- help us out and put question marks at the beginning of sentences so that we know how the inflection <laughs> goes when we read it out loud. Let. Like, if you're going to go full-fledged, no rules, and inverting the order of things, that's the least you could do. This actually hurts my eyes to look at. It does, because it looks like some weird European... It looks like it's going to be like a million dollars. Because... Exactly! Yeah. That's exactly right. That's what I thought. You're actually better off putting no dollar sign. Because I thought it was one point... I thought it was $1,454,945. Right. That's what it said. See, dude, you're confusing us. So confused. Uh, What else do millennials do that annoys me? Oh, everything, dude. I hate that I'm one. Um, I don't get it. And, you know, here's, here's one thing I will say. If you're looking for a new job or you're on the job market and you smoke weed every day, right? Yep. Weed is still, for most companies, something they're going to drug test for. Right. So, if you interview for a job, try to find out if there's a drug test before you interview, or play it safe and assume that there is one, and like try to just not smoke weed for the process, because... you. You got like three weeks to just stop 
because it takes a while. Are, they, are you saying this because people are chipping away at your margins by losing their jobs? It's every fucking millennial I work with. Yeah. Oh, well, there's a drug. There's a drug test. It's like, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Maybe stop. Oh, anyway. Right, right. I remember when uh, Chris was had to take a drug test, and he was like, "Oh, well, I'm not going to stop smoking. I'll just do the uh, the 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 drink, the drink thing." A lot of those work now. A lot of them do work, but probably not for a guy like Chris. But the fucking drink, dude, was like this big or, or bigger. Yep. And like you're supposed to like chug it like fucking I don't know an hour or yeah. half an hour before you go or whatever, right? And he was like late or some shit, but he started like chugging it, and he's like, "This is disgusting," and he like had to fucking chug it in a rush chugged it fucking puked the whole thing up and then like had to go to the drug test anyway and i forget what happened if he like passed or <laughs> failed or whatever the fuck i think he failed i don't remember but interesting jesus dude i just oh. remember that oh, i also remember yeah are you or just cleanse properly kids the um i just you know so i turned the pot hoping it would <laughs> solve my problems but you know something the only thing it fixed was my life I remember uh, when we had the apartment in Lowell, Massachusetts on oh. School Street. Ooh. Um, which I don't know how that thing is still standing. Was it on the same street as the school? Yeah. Where did you go to college? I didn't. Because the fucking floors on the third floor were like a goddamn half pipe. Jeez. But um, I remember Corey Smith came over, who was my, you know, like lifetime crush. Is that a girl? Yes, Corina. Uh, I know who she is. Lifetime crush. And then she, you know, she was kind of cool. So she like smoked butts, obviously, because that's what, that's what cool people do, right? Was she in Pulling Down Stars? She was, lead singer. Um, So <laughs> so she like came over and was like, oh, I'm going to go smoke a butt. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll come out with you. So then we like sat on the stoop and I was like, oh, this fucking heck a butt. You know, I'm, I'm cool. Give me a butt. So I smoked <laughs> a butt. I'm like, this is great, actually. And then like we go back inside, watch TV, whatever. I think I drank some fucking juice. Who knows? In like a plastic cup. Uh, then she's like, I'm going to have another butt. I don't know, like a half an hour or an hour later. Jeez. I'm, like, I'm fucking down. Go down, crank another butt. I'm pretty sure there so was wintertime or summertime. I think it was summer, actually. Right. Or like, you know, warm weather. And I think there were camel silvers, mm-hmm. I believe. But um, then she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll go back up. I'll go to the bathroom, and then you can, like, you know, bring me back and, like, drop me off. I was like, fine. Then you, fine. Can, bl- then you can blow me. Well, no, unfortunately. But uh, I was like, cool, yeah, yeah. Actually, this might have been when... That nobody no, knows separate about story. This. Separate story. Um, so then she's like, all right, I'm like, all right. So then she goes into the bathroom, and then I just start fucking puking, dude. No. From the fucking cigarettes. Yeah, dude. Cigarettes will make you sick. In the into the trash, and I think when you puke, it's not like alcohol where you feel better after. I think no. you feel like shit for like twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, or like like a, eight a, hours. an hour maybe. Yeah, at least an hour. But um, so like obviously she knows I'm puking because the gap under the fucking bathroom door is like five inches. Because <laughs> she the sees fucking your floors. Ha- she sees your hands flush against <laughs> the floor. Okay, but she was um, you know for lack of a better term, a gentleman and like <laughs> came out, didn't say anything about me, her hearing me fucking puking my brains out in the trash. Check and then please. I, uh, still at this point, I'm like convinced she has no idea. So I'm like, you know, tying up the trash and I was like, Oh, I'm just going to take the trash out on my way down. And then just like threw it in the dumpster on the way out, drop off, whatever. Second unrelated time. She was like, Oh, I'm on East campus. If you want to hang out, like come, you know, or I was texting her like, you want to hang out? She was like, yeah. I'm on East Campus. Come pick me up. So I was like, great. So I go to East <laughs> Campus 
to pick her up. She's like getting into my car. And then this guy comes like walking over and then she goes, Oh, this is, this is my, uh, she said, this is my boyfriend, Tim. And I was like, what's up, dude? Nice to meet you. Thinking she was using me to get the kid to go away. His name is Tim. But his name is fucking Tim. Oh. And I, so I was like, I didn't know you had a boyfriend, first of all. I'm bringing you to my place to fucking swoon you. Right, right, right. And second of all, now both of you are coming to my place and I have to pretend I like this kid when I, A, didn't know he existed and B. She didn't give you the heads up. That, don't like him? Like, here. So he. Girls. He, supposedly he wasn't invited and like invited himself and like she didn't even know he was going to be around and then all right well that makes me feel better but because still this yeah, is what yeah. if there's any women listening One, guy two? you cannot be friends with a guy and have it be completely platonic case in point mentally dude. case you, in point. there's no attractive woman who's friends with a guy who doesn't constantly think about boning her right so if you are hanging out at a guy's place you have to have it uh, no matter how innocent you think the friendship is and innocent it may be on uh, physically Mm. when you are asking to go over your male friend's house um and this by the way is it's it's if you're attractive if you're you know wildly overweight i wouldn't worry about this but (laughs) if if you are going to your friend's house. Um, you're starting to, you know, kind of send signals like, "Oh, we're getting closer and closer proximity to my bedroom." That's what the guy's thinking, right? So you can't just fucking toss in like, "Oh yeah, my boyfriend's gonna come over." Like, what did you think this thing was? Right, dude. And I'm saying this for the sake of the women, as much as for the men. Stop wasting time. You're wasting your time. You're wasting his. You're teasing him. You're, I don't know what you're doing. He's holding his farts in for four hours for no reason. Exactly. He could spontaneously combust. <laughs> Do you know how fucking unhealthy that is? Dude, it hurts. If you're holding in farts for like eight hours, it hurts. It does, dude. Don't, uh, don't bears like cork their ass before they hibernate? I think they do, yeah. Yeah, that's, you're turning us into bears. <laughs> But uh, case in point, I was just Jess's friend when she had a boyfriend. Now look where we are. You ugly. See what I'm saying? Exactly. All roads lead to either boning, destroying the friendship, boning, ending the friendship by starting a relationship, or no boning and no friendship because what's the point? Right. Folks, he's got a fucking point. This is exactly what fucking happens. It's like you've got mail, Okay. Meg Ryan is stupid enough to think that she's just grabbing coffee with Tom Hanks because right. he's apologetic. But Tom Hanks the whole time is wants her to know that he is obsessed with her sexually. <laughs> <laughs> just sullying the romance in the movie. I actually, uh, I actually love the movie You've Got Mail. Yeah, it is actually a good movie. Oh, it's so good. Larry, just give me a fucking ride. My favorite is the first episode of Curb when she goes, Cheryl's friend comes over and he, has, he calls it the pants down. Like yes, this. dude. Yeah, yeah. And the friend is convi- the friend like leaves the movie because she thinks you're Larry right. a boner. So then she tells Cheryl and Cheryl flips out of Larry and he's like, what? He's like, it's my pants dad. And the friend comes and she goes, there was something hard in your pants and it was your fucking dick. Yeah. 
Just so unreasonable. Well, so like, and he explains it to Cheryl ahead of the time, right? This is a giant. And then yeah. like, she's like, wait a minute. When she touched your arm, you didn't tell me she touched your arm or like some <laughs> yeah. shit. Oh, so that's so good, good, dude. And Cheryl is married to fucking Robert F. Kennedy Jr., which I think is fantastic. Oh, yeah. She is married to that guy. Yeah. I always forget that. I know. Fun little fact, you know? I fucking love RFK. I feel bad when he talks like that. Yeah, it sucks. Sucks a lot. Um, uh, yeah, Cheryl uh, Hines. That's so, correct. Yeah, yeah. So is she going to be Cheryl Kennedy Jr.? Uh, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> She's a junior. <laughs> Cheryl F. Kennedy Jr. The junior just applies across the board. <laughs> it's like everybody's last name. Uh, yeah, uh, Kelsey Borstel Jr. <laughs> oh, God. That's hilarious. Oh, man, dude. Uh, do I have anything else? Uh, I don't know. I mean, doesn't sound like it. You're, we're, you're wiggling back and forth an empty can. Do you ever drink soda? I never drink soda. Well, I shouldn't say never. I don't really either. I don't drink soda. Um, but there's a few rare occurrences where I will. Like, say I go to Markey's in the summer. Yeah. And I got like a fried seafood plate. I'll usually get a root beer. Yeah, I like Coca-Cola. I just... Yeah, I'm sure I like it, I guess. I never drink them. I don't drink them. Soda is like the one gluttonous thing I stay away from. I have zero desire to just like have a soda. No, something's giving me stomach it. You know what's weird? I love apples. If I eat an entire apple, I feel like someone punched me in the stomach. Yeah, the sugar is like fucking... Does that happen to you too? Kind of, yeah. Interesting. If it's a big apple, I kind of am like, ooh. Really? You're a big guy. <laughs> For you. For you. Tom Hardy is not a good actor, dude. I know. We've talked about this. He's not. Is he, though? He but just, no, he's not. He just mumbles like this. I mean, he he's good mumble. in some shit, but. See, he's good, but he's not, like, a good actor. All right. So when when I watch Ben Affleck. I it some. When I when I watch Ben Affleck, I'm not looking at a good actor. I'm looking at a guy avoiding looking like a really bad actor. If that makes sense. That makes perfect sense. So Tom Hardy doesn't give me that vibe. I just think Tom Hardy just plays the same exact character in every movie and everyone has convinced it's like when everyone thinks that this poem is genius but it, it's really shit and no one wants to admit it. Right. Everyone kind of knows that Tom Hardy has like no range. He's like the Kristen Stewart male actor. Yes. Yes. Except he doesn't bite his lip and act like he's autistic. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Oh, that's another thing that the new <laughs> the new age completely contradicts it, itself. And of course it does, because so Ill- this is what illogical people do. But there was a Christmas movie with Kristen Stewart and... Um, Chevy Chase? No, I think it was that <laughs> fake news guy's daughter. Um, oh, uh, Brian Williams. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, who, of course, is back on uh, Nightly News now. So, uh, But the uh, they're, they're lesbians, right? Okay, yeah. And one of the girls... She's like, let's have Christmas at my parents' house. Okay. So Chris. Oh right. 
So Kristen Stewart's driving up, and she thinks that her girlfriend came out to her parents like months ago. And then in the car before they go in, she's like, just so you know. She tells her this, and the whole movie is about how much of a piece of shit the girl was for not telling her parents. Okay. That she's gay. Yeah. Which one is it? Is coming out of the closet the most significant and and difficult moment in a person's life? Or do we yank your partner out of the fucking closet Ooh. if they haven't told their parents yet? Which just fucking pick one, people. I see what this you're saying. This is what drives me fucking nuts. It's one okay. We all we all agree. <laughs> we all agree that uh wokesters are fascists, but they're inconsistent fascists. If you go to 1930s Germany and meet a Nazi, right? Right. They're going to be evil pieces of shit, but they can tell you specifically what they're aiming to do, right? Right. But the modern-day Nazis, the ones just canceling everybody, they don't even fucking know what they're talking about. Right. It doesn't make any sense. And, uh... I don't know why I thought of this. Uh, Kristen Stewart? Yeah, because Kristen Stewart, that's right. Because Kristen Stewart's a lesbian, that's right. I love how I'm like shitting on them for not following a consistent train of thought, <laughs> and I go, how did I fucking bring this up? Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm fine with the Wokesters being dumb, because they are dumb, but like, you'd think they'd have a little bit self-awareness to know that they're not going to pass their own smell test if they keep this up. Because now you're advocating... For yanking your partner out of the closet. Right. Right? Right. And I I don't get it. I mean... My closet, my choice. I mean, have you ever just tried sitting them down with and just simply asking them... Why are you gay? And let them just kind of work it through and put it in a speech so that they can give it to their parents? I don't know. I don't get it. Same thing. They're all over the place. And are teachers heroes? Or are teachers people that can't go back to school because they're too afraid of the children they pretend to be heroic for? I don't know. Which fucking one, dude? I don't know. So in 2020, a cop that makes 50 grand a year and actually goes into dangerous situations is a loser. And a fucking lady that refuses to go to work and is actually in vacation with in Florida, like all the other 25-year-old teachers I don't know, are pretending that they can't go to work because it's not safe, but I'm supposed to think they're heroic. Yes. I know I'm a broken record on this. You were just clarifying, I guess. I'm just clarifying. You gotta pick a fucking side, dude. You gotta have faith. faith, the faith, the faith the you gotta faith, pick the faith, a side, dude. Yeah, you gotta have faith. <laughs> exactly. And I, I still, someone still, who all the Fauci fans still haven't explained when Fauci told us in March that we were told is so unfair that we're playing this clip, when he said in March 2020 to not wear a mask, that masks won't do anything, no one has ever been able to tell me what information he had at the time that masks were bad and what information changed his mind that they were good. No one has ever fucking told me this. They don't even fucking care to learn it. And it's driving me fucking nuts that they're still pretending this guy's a serious person. He's literally on the ceiling of the room currently. How is this guy a serious person, dude? I mean, again, 
if it's all about science, I mean, again, I, not to sound like a fucking, just listen to this clip one more time. Okay, just fine, listen, go ahead, just take it away. Listen to this fucking clip. Does this sound like a man who's about the science, or does this sound like a man who's so compromised by his political leanings that he can't answer a question scientifically? Should we limit the protesting? I, I'm not sure what you mean. Should how do we say limit the protesting? You the can't answer that fucking question, dude. You told us that we can't go to work. I, I, you told us that we can't go to school. You told us that we can't to, go to restaurants. You told us well, that we need to wear masks outside. You can't answer if a fucking it. protest well, spreads I'm, I'm COVID. These are not serious fucking people. Sorry. <laughs> it just drives me fucking nuts. No, I'm with you, dude. Oh, I it's agree. It's like the dumbest people in society, the most hysterical, the most paranoid. Are the ones that are have convinced themselves that they're the sane ones, and everybody else is the same. Well, and every everyone assumes. Insane. Well, I shouldn't say everyone assumes. Anyone who's very left assumes that if you, you know, even have a thought of thinking that Trump was is or was a decent president, then you must just love QAnon and you have a like a closet full of tinfoil hats, et cetera, et cetera, which is just like simply not the case that applies to like a small percentage of Trump, of Trump supporters. Right. But I also love how they, you're like, that's a totally different point, dude. <laughs> no. Cause that is what they believe. Yeah. They also believe there's fucking Nazi. Again, they, they just did that fucking survey that 60% of people that self-identify as Democrats think more than 1000 unarmed black men are killed per year by police. How are you that off? How are you that fucking off? You pretend to be passionate about this and you haven't Googled it to find out the real number is like 25? <laughs> These are the dumbest, most misinformed people telling you to shut up because you're spreading disinformation. Right. <laughs> the, the same fucking people that jumped up and down about how they're living under a fascist uh, president just watched the new president say... If you behave, you can eat a hamburger with six of your friends on 4th of July. <laughs> and they don't find that fucking fascist or disturbing or dystopian or overruling at all. Uh, it's everything they say, the opposite is true. Right. It's true. Every fucking thing they say. Folks, he's fucking absolutely 100% correct. Ugh. Anyway. We almost got through. We almost got through. We were so close. I was because I was even proud of myself. I was like, ah. Yeah, we were real close. That's so, fine, though. That's fine. Just fine. Well, usually we ran to the beginning, and then Kev's like, oh, when, are you guys going to just whine about this the whole time? Then we stop. Right. So now Kev's going to make it through. Right. And go like, oh, all right. I didn't get fucking mad at this one. And then he's <laughs> right like, before it ends. He's like, he's relaxing in his chair. He's like, ah, oh, finally. And then he goes, wait a minute. No. 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 <laughs> Uh, sorry, I really am sorry, Kev. I try to, dude. I try to keep it. I try to keep it mellow, but I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm living in a fascist society, so <laughs> I gotta speak up. I also just the. Uh, I don't know what to call it. Just the the way this sh this show this podcast has been, like how it started out the, the series what it arc. Was, yeah, what it was in the middle. Then how shit got crazy. We got real political during COVID. Now we're trying to like return to really like not that political, but it's just like we can't fucking do it. Right, 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 right. It's just the it's quite the plot. Right, exactly. We went from like one of those comics that everyone used to love to just like talking about politics all the time. <laughs> uh huh. I miss the days where we just talked about uh, 
you know, Jake eating fucking pe- like breadsticks oh, out of I trash. I know, dude. But th- here's the thing. Here's the thing. Everybody, <laughs> everybody wants us to fucking go back to normal. This is the new normal, dude. How am I supposed to have... How is Jake supposed to eat out of my trash if no one can fucking interact anymore? Right. It's like, oh, what do you guys talk about politics? It's like, well, I don't know. When's the, I haven't seen you in fucking eight what months. What did we used to talk? Oh, talk about. Oh, when we went out to bars and shit happened? Yeah. Like, what do you want from us, dude? What do you want from me? I don't fucking understand it. And again... You guys are like perfect example. This is a, it's it's straight from WebMD. You can you can Google it. We now have more Americans vaccinated in this country than have ever had COVID in this country. That's a real fact. You can even Google is admitting this. Uh that sounds like a good enough headline to just open this whole fucking thing back up. What was that? When she says she loves me. Um. Then it goes, bum, bum, wham, scram, screw noom. Oh, yeah. Is that, uh, who is that? I don't know. Chew dope, chew dope, chip a dope, chew oh. But I agree with you. And I'm a. What I must do. Yeah. Yeah. If you could only see. see. <laughs> yeah. What, Dude. Holy shit, though. Most, <laughs> most mediocre band in the history of bands has to be bowling for soup, dude. <laughs> I. So I'm on YouTube and I see in my queue bowling for soup 1985 comes on. And I'm like, that song is so fucking bad. Daddy just hit the wall. It's so fucking bad. And I remember I texted you and Eric about it, um, shitting on the song. And then I was like, I got to just fucking play it. Again, it's one of those things where like something smells so bad you keep sniffing it. Yeah, yeah. So that song has like 125 million views on YouTube. Which it, So anytime something goes over... 40 million views, it means it's like internationally. Right. If something's, you know, if something's in the fucking nine digits, it means that like people around the world are obsessed with this song. And then I'm seeing their other, they have another song that has like 50 million views. Yeah. So I click on that. They are so corny. They are so fucking corny. I'm like playing the lyrics to that song in my head and they are real bad. Dude, we may have we may have to end this episode with just a clip of Bowling for Soup. They are, and by the way, I'm not totally anti corny. There's a place in society for corny. Oh, for sure. But they are just a bridge too far. Good lord, a bridge over Terabithia, dude. If you like Bowling for Soup, you there's probably a lot that we're gonna disagree on. <laughs> I don't mean like, oh yeah, that sounds kind of fun when I'm out. I dance to it. I mean like, if you bought a bowling for soup album and like had to do the the thing with the teeth and and break the the thing with the teeth but the uh <laughs> and you had to you had to rip off that string of I plastic thing, yeah. and put it in your car if you do that if you went through that for bowling for soup we're probably not going to get along yeah that's probably true we will play we'll play Bowling for soup at the end of this episode and it's like the singer dude he looks so ridiculous but like it's so funny Every, 
I can't tell if he does it because you know if there's not like an actual thumbnail or still shot selected for the video, they'll just it'll just be the middle frame. Yeah. In the video, so I can't tell if every at precisely halfway through the, every music video he makes the exact same face, or if somebody <laughs> is finding him making this face yeah, and yeah. selecting that. Uh, but dude, every video for Bowling for Soup, if you look down in the in the YouTube queue, it's always the exact same face. It's the funniest fucking thing. Like different pictures, different angles from those music videos, but always the same expression. Jesus Christ, dude. But uh Yeah, I'll definitely play this episode out with that fucking song. I'll find the shittiest line and just pop it in real quick. It's so fucking lame, dude. And again, good for them for making money with that crap, but Holy shit. I mean, I guess, honestly, I guess it's better than talking about your your damp pussy. <laughs> I just love it. Uh, Dr. Seuss is very problematic. Um, oh, that's, that, this song stuck in my head all day. The, yeah, the, the, the lady at corporate, that at Woke HQ, she's like, all right, what are we canceling today? I'm like, all right, we're going we're gonna to get rid of Dr. Seuss. Um, the book is fucking, oh shit, I can't even focus. I have that song in my head about the, about the soggy, soggy cunt that wants, <laughs> that wants a dick in it. Oh, that song's awesome. My kids love that. Um, all right. So yeah, which Seuss books are inappropriate? <laughs> These people are fucking insane and they're running the entire culture. Say what you will about all those dumb Trump QAnon fans. They have never gotten anybody fired from a job. Right. They have never done that. You are the ones doing it. You did this. You did this. I still got to find out what fucking movie that's We have from. no idea. All right. Viewers, listeners. We, I don't think you're viewing this, but anyone who's still left. Um, there's a movie quote. I can't. But again, knowing us, he just goes, you did this. But there's right, a, right. there's a, I hear it in my head all the time. The actor goes, "You did this." If anybody knows what movie that's from, it's been years, right? At least five years. Yeah. Uh, let us know. And there was a solid like four month period where you and Eric were furiously watching movies to try and. Figure I was. Out which movie it I was. went through like my whole fucking library. It's still nothing. Still nothing. It's gonna be on. It's gonna be on like USA or TNT one day. Right. And I'm gonna be like. You're going to drop your fourth cup of coffee. I'm like, fuck. going to be like, what? And you're going to be like, did you hear that in the other room? <laughs> yeah, I just freeze. Yeah. but then, And then I do the thing like the kid from Ransom. I start pissing myself. <laughs> we're about to have guests come over. You do that thing that Mark the Shark does where he just opens his yeah. mouth for four and a half minutes and yeah. looks at the ceiling. Dude, oh, that was, you would say something like totally uncontroversial. Right. And he would just look like a fucking trout. And right. And he'd be like. So, or that thing that Cooch will do, where he'll like, he'll get like a text message, and he'll just go, "Oh my god, dude!" Oh yeah, oh my god! And we're like, "What, Cooch?" He's like, "Oh, he's like, I can't even believe this." We're like, Cooch, what, dude? Like, and he just bring, for like five more minutes is like, "Oh, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my whole life." And then like six minutes later, when he finally tells you, he's like, oh, like DJ can't come anymore. Yeah, he's like, oh, my brother. He's like, my cousin got 600 on a scratchy and lost it. (laughs) And you're like, (laughs) and then he goes, can you loan me 600 bucks? 
And then you find, and then he puts his phone on the table, and it's it's dead. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! I'm gonna wheeze myself into another dimension in a second here. Uh, All right, so we're gonna end this episode with whatever we think the shittiest line is that we. Yeah, we'll handpick right. the line from Bowling for Soup. I don't know what it is yet. I'm gonna have to sift through it after the episode and then make an educated decision. And this is what it will be. See ya. She rocked out to Wham, not a big Limp biscuit fan. Thought she'd get a hand on a member of Duran Duran. This just in, the Venmo app is now a darker blue. Um, yes, we just, we're going to end that episode, but real quick. I noticed today that in a matter of minutes, I was noticing my Venmo app went from a light blue to a darker blue. So I wanted to reach out to the audience to see if my crazy or did this actually happen? You are not yet sure, right? I think you're onto something. I think you might be right. Uh, all right. So let us know if I'm right. Look at your Venmo app. It is definitely a darker. It's, it's very slight change, but it's definitely darker than it was from here. Yesterday from here, looking at your phone, it's 100% darker. Yes. So it, it was definitely darker today than it was yesterday. Uh, please confirm. You can call in or just text the New York Hawk Exchange. Or it's dot the dot Tim's at gmail.com. Let us know what you think. Yes. Thank you. Bye-bye now. No more lockdown. No more government overreach. I'm so sure can.